Hello everyone, Angie Lau here, Editor-in-Chief of Forecast News, where we cover the underlying technology that has the potential to change the world. Of course, we're talking about all things blockchain, crypto, DLT, but specifically in language we can all understand. Now, um, hundreds of you have signed up for our beta and we're really appreciative of that. We can't wait to show you. We are working hard towards our launch, but we thought we'd take a little break right now to do a special In Conversation With podcast that you'll find only on Forecast News. And we are in conversation with Karim Saba, French entrepreneur and one of the many co-founders of Paris Blockchain Week. We're so excited to have him join us here as we will join him along with 3,000 other blockchain leaders, speakers, startups, projects, and attendees all headed to Paris. So that's a lot of people. Karim, are you ready for us? Hi, Angie. Thank you very much for having me. <laughs> um, I'm really excited. Let's let's start this and uh, get into this. All right. So lots of croissants will be served, no doubt. Some. So what are, what are the drinks of choice there? So you, that we're all caffeinated. How do I how do I order how do I order in in French my my favorite croissant and my coffee? How do I order? Yeah. So okay. So you 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 basically just say. Um, un café, s'il vous plaît, et un croissant. Okay, un café, s'il vous plaît, un croissant avec Bitcoin. Yeah. So that's what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. But it is like... <laughs> Je peux payer en Bitcoin, and people will say, no, not yet. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a lot of people in this space who think that at some point, Bitcoin and all the other cryptocurrency assets and the blockchain technology and infrastructure itself is going to be uh, something that is real, that is tangible, that will be uh, impactful to our communities. When do you think that day is going to come? Well, I hope sooner rather than later. And we hope to basically show that France is really leading the way in Europe to accelerate that movement and get the momentum going in uh especially in Europe, yeah. You know, when you think about blockchain, you don't necessarily think about Paris. What are you guys doing in Paris? Uh, well, yeah, uh, um, I started in the ecosystem uh, in 2016. Uh, so I was a bit late to the party compared to some other people in, in some other areas. But I really were su was surprised by what uh, already had been done uh, at that time. Uh, so we do have a lot of well-established companies like um, Ledger. Uh, Ledger. Everybody knows about Ledger. Ledger was homegrown in France. Um, and basically, I was also surprised by the openness, the open-mindedness of the regulators. Um, we have been working a lot. The first thing I did, actually, when I uh, got into this uh, whole ecosystem was to start a non-profit that's called the French Digital Asset Association. And we just we, we we just had so many questions about what we could do and cannot do, um, and and we were really surprised by how um, open and accessible the regulators were. Uh, we had some really interesting conversations with members of parliament, and I didn't expect them to be so up to date with um, blockchain technology and so on. So we've done a lot. Uh, the whole point of the Paris Blockchain Week is to show uh, what's been done in France and what people uh, from other countries, from Asia, from the US, um, Eastern Europe and so on, can do in France. And that's the, the, the whole goal. Well, Karim, I just want to thank you as well and to our audience that you invited uh, me to head over to Paris and, and uh, lead a panel on regulatory guidance. I think this is space 
that really is evolving is so important. So on the panel, it's pretty, pretty impressive. OECD, CFTC, other regulators joining the stage with me to talk about international cooperation. How critical is that in your view? Well, it, it is very uh, critical. We, what we uh, thought would be easy in France, basically to um, pass laws and uh, create a welcoming uh, regulatory framework for uh, French companies, we basically uh, stumbled upon the fact that uh, the French regulators and would not um, be taking a major step forward um, without coordinating with uh, the European Union. Yeah. So that's, uh, that's how we structured the panel. Uh, we do have on, on, on in the whole uh, regulatory track during the conference. We do have a lot of French experts and French uh, regulators, but we do want to we do we did want to want to um, invite people from uh, the European Union, the ESMA, the European Financial Regulator, uh, to basically give us give us some insights as to what the best way would be uh, to create a regulatory framework that's welcoming to uh, foreign startups, foreign companies. Uh, huge blockchain organizations like Binance looking to yeah. uh, set up operations in France and so on. No, I, I, I've, um, I've long thought uh, that this conversation must also include developing nations. I mean, believe it or not, China is still a developing nation, and yet it's really leading the trend in not only fintech, uh, but also just the evolution of where this is all going. They need to participate at the table. Um, so that international cooperation is, is truly very critical. The, the Asia blockchain space is very apparent to us over here, based here in Hong Kong. Um, it's interesting to be able to coordinate that with the community in Paris. Tell us a little bit more about the tech space there, the the ecosystem that is there. Um, and you say that you also have a lot of support from the regulatory uh, governmental figures in France. How 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 is the scene over there, and and how do we figure out how to you know bring that international cooperation uh, to the to the global stage? Yeah, uh, well, as many of you uh, and your listeners know, French entrepreneurs and researchers um, have had a lot of success even before blockchain. I mean, in the in the tech ecosystem in general, you have a lot of hundreds of uh, hugely successful entrepreneurs in uh, the, in Silicon Valley. Um, Facebook in their um, AI team, they have a lot of French researchers. We we do lead in the world in math, cryptography, and so on. And basically, um, we can find the same thing here uh, in France. Like I said, uh, Ledger it was born in France. Uh, Tezos was led by a French entrepreneur and has a, a French uh, research center here in Paris. Um, the the uh, main computer science school in France has uh, top uh, um, leading uh, experts uh, in uh, cryptography and computer, computer science and, and so on. And really, the, the goal here um, is to showcase those people to the global um, ecosystem. So we do have a lot of uh, startups uh, that are doing some really interesting work uh, in the blockchain yeah. space. Uh, I think that we could have more, like uh, as, a, as, a, as always, you, you're not satisfied with what's, what's been done, but uh, we, we do think that we could do a, a, a lot more. And that would come from 
um, being connected to the uh, global blockchain organization. No, I think uh, it's in the in Asia. it's. I think it's it's really impactful. Uh, it's the first that Power is seeing the blockchain week and the blockchain ecosystem is really showing off to the global stage. I know that a lot of people here in Hong Kong, they're just buying their tickets now, um, but they're getting really, really excited. Another thing that excites me is uh, being able to sit down in a fireside chat on social impact with UNICEF, something I think really has the greatest potential to trigger the biggest societal change. And I'm curious what your thinking was uh, as co-founders of the week when you organized the programming here why you wanted to invite UNICEF to have this chat on social impact? Yeah, but well, basically, I did uh, know that they were doing some interesting stuff in the field. Um, there was one um, operation that had some success in France with UNICEF. Basically, they partnered with a French startup to uh, accept donations in cryptocurrencies. And that made a lot of noise here in Paris. Uh, because on the one hand, you had people uh, bashing Bitcoin and bashing cryptocurrencies in general. And on the other side, UNICEF was praised for um, finally accepting donations in cryptocurrencies. So I do not have any uh, precise numbers, but I do know that they, they had a lot of uh, success with this uh, operation. So I did reach out to them and I asked, so are you only doing that? What, what else are you doing uh, in France or in the, the, the in, in New York? And they put me in touch with this uh, girl, Christina Lomato. She's the blockchain lead in New York. She briefed me, uh, well, briefly on what they've been doing. And it's pretty amazing. They do have a uh, an innovation fund that was used to uh, uh, invest in um, more uh, traditional tech startups, I would say, with uh, social impact. But they did lead uh, six investments last year uh, into blockchain startups working on Financial inclusion, yeah. financial inclusion, um, uh, uh, bank, uh, banking the unbanked, yeah. uh, and so on. And uh, most of the startups. So, so we did try to uh, make them come to the uh, to the event, but all of them are pretty far away. There's one in India, one in uh, South America, and so on. So it's a bit complicated for them. Uh, but they, uh, Christina will be there to give us uh, the lay of the land of what UNICEF has been doing in well, terms it's, of financing. Uh, yeah. I mean, you talk about the unbanked, it's it's more than a billion people on this earth who doesn't have access to the basic rights, some would say, to just be part of the financial structure in which we all benefit. Um, you know, other things that are happening in Europe right now, there's a lot of anger with Brexit and what's happening in Paris as well. You know, and this is the these are the tensions that exist when when um, people are not happy. You know, it it happened in 2008 and you saw the rise of Bitcoin then as a, I think, a really direct correlation to the global financial crisis. Do you think we philosophically are, are getting to that point again? Well, uh, what I do know is that every time there is a um, global macroeconomic um, shock, um, you do have some movement and some volatility in terms of the, the, the Bitcoin price. So that, that happened with the, the financial crisis, which, which basically launched the, the whole Bitcoin initiative. And then you had the uh, bank crisis in Cyprus, in Europe, uh, in Greece, and so on. And that basically, again, uh, made the volatility levels of Bitcoin price skyrocket. And now you have uh, Brexit. And so with Brexit, it's a bit more 
uh, we do have a more um, strategic um, play to do here uh, in Paris to become the European financial hub. So Luxembourg is famous for investment funds and so on. And so it's pretty, it, 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 it basically is a um, hub for the um, established industry, I would say. But in terms of uh, fintech uh, and, and startups and so on, Paris really, Paris really does have a, a role to play. Uh, like I said, we are really open uh, with uh, regulation. We try to be as flexible as we can, so we will never be as flexible as, um, I don't know, like Malta or Estonia or uh, countries in uh, mm. Asia. But there's a really interesting play to, 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 to do here. No, it's it's true. And, and for all of you listening right now, if you have not uh, gotten your ticket yet, just check out my LinkedIn page with a special 30% discount code. Thank you, Karim, for sharing that. Actually, you know what? Why don't we save everybody the time? And I'll just share it with you now. Yeah, it is Speaker 30, everyone. <laughs> S-P-E-A-K-E-R 30. 30% off. Lots to highlight. And Karim, thank you so much for sharing all of that with us. We really appreciate it. Forecast News headed your way. And we will see you in Paris. And thank you, everyone, for listening. We're going to be launching our beta site soon. And I know many of you have been waiting patiently for our debut. And we hope that your patience will be grandly <laughs> rewarded. But we do appreciate it. And we thank you. Now, if you haven't yet, sign up at www.forecast.news and be among the first. Merci beaucoup, Karim. A bientôt. As they say, stay tuned. Until next time, I'm Angie Lau.